Hi, and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I am Charles Lewis, so internet marketing specialist. I'm working on uh, making sure I'm not mon- monotone. you got to keep, yeah. a, keep a wave going on. You guys have just tuned in to the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. That is because of all y'all out there. You over there. You, 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 you everywhere. Um, if you're in a position to, and you probably are because you're a nerd, uh, if you're listening to this podcast, and I say that with the utmost respect, yeah. uh, or not, your choice, <laughs> um, go ahead and tweet right now, uh, and what should they tweet? They should tweet hashtag SEO podcast, um, and do this for me, tag this, tag this uh, all-star. Oh yeah, tag all-star. This all-star. It's all-star weekend, we're here in Houston. Um, everybody's down here right now, so hashtag SEO podcast, hashtag All Star, and uh, let us see if we can, you know, feel some of that right there. Punch in the face to H Town for getting uh, the All Star. That's uh, that's hockey, right? Yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. Remember, we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers. Yes. Where our mantra is: Don't be a deuce. Not a good look. It's not, not a good, good look. look. As usual, tip from previous podcast: use social media to promote and expand your content efforts. Yeah, you want to make sure that you take advantage of social media sites when you're promoting different content on your site, whether it's blog post or 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 products or services or whatever it is. Take advantage of the social media platforms to promote that product or service. The reality is, is unless you're some sort of you know miracle content producer. Uh, it's hard to produce content. Yeah. So when you do produce good content, share make, it. Yeah, make <laughs> sure you take advantage of that in mm-hmm. every way possible. Um, remember, you can contact us uh, facebook.com slash ewebstyle, twitter.com slash ewebstyle, youtube.com slash ewebstyle. Also, you can do us one of two favors or both favors if you choose. Uh, it, one is three steps go onto iTunes, create an account, write a review. Uh, and our podcast is the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. Uh, if you choose to send us an email, let us know you submitted the review, and we will give you a punch in the face. By the way, we're going to have That's a really... A patif. Yeah, patif. We, we've got a really, really brutal one tell here. tell them the other way? Which other way? Go to eWiftar.com slash G plus. Oh, yeah. Or... Getting backwards. Okay. <laughs> G plus. Or e-webstyle.com slash Google plus. Or Google plus. There we go. And what do you do when you get there? You get to our uh, Google plus page. Leave us a review. Yes, please. That would be help. If you get any value out of this. Yeah, if you get value. If you don't find any value here, then don't leave us a review. Um, and remember, we do have a referral program. So if you're an SEOer and uh, would like to send some clients our direction, great. Uh, we have a referral program so that you can get remunerated or compensated for that uh, that effort. All right, I got two uh, two uh, emails here. Let's do one. I like this one. This is from Rob McKay. He said, I just started listening to your podcast a couple days ago. Once I listened to some of the other guys' SEO podcasts and found y'all's, I deleted the rest. By the way, thank you. Appreciate um, it. I haven't seen, by the way, I haven't seen a review from you yet. I'm sure that's about to happen. Um, uh, great stuff, very entertaining and informative. What concerns me is your position on Google. Mm. I figured I'd search. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, the plot thickens. I figured I'd search for you before I link to you uh, to you at all, and then see how a social relationship between us changes that position to me. 
Oh, that's, a test yeah, that's a great test. Um, I fired up Google on my iPhone and finally found you on page six using the search SEO company in Houston. And then changed it to SEO company Houston and finally found you on page 11. Uh, with the search local uh, SEO Houston, with the search local SEO Houston, I gave up after page 21. All right, you got us. We haven't been focusing on company, um, so we're not actually yeah if you, company is not part of our search strategy right um but we're gonna make a change we're gonna make a change you got some ideas i got a few ideas okay, okay. especially since our podcast is transcribed yeah and this content will go on the site this is the perfect time to tell you that we are an seo company in houston that focuses on doing seo in houston for all companies so if you're a company looking for an seo company in Houston, then we're the SEO company in Houston for you. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> All right, so that should take care of that. <laughs> and yes, sometimes it is that easy. Um, by the way, with SEO Houston, we're position four. Um, so for PPC I, Houston, we're first page. For Internet Marketing Houston, we're first page. For uh, online, online marketing, Houston, we're first page. For SEO podcast. So national term. Yeah. First page. Uh, Internet marketing uh, also. First page. PPC is actually first position, mm -hmm. yo. Um, let's see. Have you been slapped by the panda or pooped on by the penguin? Neither. We've. Just what was the word we had the other day? We said it was. Oh yeah, dude. It came up with a good one. That yeah. was uh, Dr. K. Yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. know what he said. We'll though. have to come ping. <laughs> Penguin something. met with a client and he said something about the uh, black eyes by the pandas, <laughs> the, the black eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you get hit by a panda, all you, you get, get is black. two black eyes. Yeah. Um, he, what he said is, I will stick uh, with you because I think you guys are informative. But I thought you really needed to know your position. Thank you. Actually, I I, we appreciate that. Ex-military patif to both of y'all. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. That sounds yeah. like. That's the kind of patif that might hurt. Yeah, and, <laughs> and still leave a smile on your face. I don't know. I don't know how that works. By the way, uh, this is Rob McKay, as he's uh, said, Wildlife Removal Shreveport. So um, I think I checked out his website uh, briefly, and clearly he'll get wildlife out of your wherever it is um, in Shreveport. <laughs> and we'll link to you once we get our, our content up. Yeah. All right, so next email. This is a good one. This is a, um, we really appreciate the effort. Actually, the passion that he has in this email mm -hmm. is palpable. Kicking both sins. Yeah, yeah. This is from Bert Van Ketz, uh, vanketz.com. He says, I'm, I sure hope the, uh, so he's, uh, he made a recommendation that we do Audiophonic. So there's a mm -hmm. website called, uh, no, Alphonic, A-U-P-H. Yeah, we talked about that last week. Okay. Um, and we've tried it, haven't had any luck, but he wrote back to us and he says, he's curious with the results, and he, he asks, what happened on pod podcast number 178? Uh, he just listened to it, and the result is he has a splitting headache. Literally, all caps, what the hell happened? Has Charles been abducted by a Cylon? <laughs> From the start, the audio is skippy, it's very hard to listen. Uh, he goes in and says, the info you guys provide is worth its weight in gold. Uh, that's why he takes us seriously, that's why he's reaching out to us. He actually finishes it with, sorry for the negative tone of this message, but I really do think your podcast is worth investing the time and effort. Um, a lot of great stuff. This is this is awesome. Thank you uh, very much. Uh, this is, Now, he did bring up something interest, interesting. He said, did you guys ever investigate the results of Panda on the AdSense earnings? 
Ever since Panda, my AdSense income has almost tripled. In December and January, I had a CTR between 3 and 5%. Just crazy uh, what that can do with Ever the earnings. Ever since Panda, which, is, which, which affected sites naturally. Organic, right? His AdSense tripled, which is, t which is a strictly a paid deal. So, I got a theory. that's interesting. I got a theory. Well, yeah, the sites that got a lot of traffic that happen to have AdSense on there uh, brought in more traffic and higher conversions. Right. Um, oh, yeah, because that's not, it's AdSense, it's not AdWords. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, my, uh, my theory applied to AdWords. Maybe I should read the emails. Um, <laughs> so, uh, really, Bert, we really appreciate it. I mean, the email is very passionate. Uh, we really appreciate how much you appreciate us. Um, and, and we're working on it to answer the question. I mean, like I said, we have the mics. We, we bought a new mixer. Uh, we actually have some of our staff right now listening to the podcast um, as we do it right now just to see if anything is changing. And so uh, we're constantly pruning, constantly tweaking. And so appreciate your support and, and punch in the face to you. Patoof. Maybe we should duck Rob McKay's milit ex-military patoof and have him hit Bert. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then Rob essentially gets hit with the kick in both shins. Yeah. Is that how that yeah. works? You can just side yeah. step, one, two kicks, punch in the face. Um, all right, so a little bit of news. Uh, MS shifts to Skype. You know, uh, Microsoft bought Skype. They're shifting over. I mm -hmm. actually had to I use Skype from time to time, so I actually think I had to download a new version or something. I don't know. I just think that that whole process is interesting because imagine you've got all these people on Instant Messenger, mm -hmm. and you and probably whatever a thirty percent of them or something have a Skype account. So now you're trying to figure out how do you merge those and the usernames. That's a good luck with that. Yeah, Google had hell doing it. Yeah. So I mean, I'm just and so and and Microsoft. Now that's what sucks about the Skype purchase to me was the fact that I have been purposely trying not to use Microsoft products and I use Skype. And so now you use a Microsoft. Product. Yeah. 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 Um, Hopefully it goes smooth, and uh, and and I know I haven't used Instant Messenger in forever, like Microsoft Instant Messenger, yeah, in forever. I used to use it a lot. Haven't used it in a while. Yeah, I've, I've never because I've never had that Hotmail or the account you needed to do that. I think it was, yeah, it was a Hotmail it was or a Hotmail. live account. Well, I think live. it was called a live account. Um, this was interesting. They the uh, there was a uh, what, what's the international police organization. It's got a really cool. I can't, can't International remember. International Police Organization. Interpol. IPO. Interpol, <laughs> <laughs> IPO. Uh, Interpol took down uh, a, uh, a hacking group that sold ransomware, and I just thought this was really interesting. So it's ransomware. It's just you know how software will pop up on your computer and say you've been infected. Click here for thirty nine dollars and we'll uninfect it. Mm -hmm. And if and you click that, you get infected. Well, you click that, and you pay the $39, and it does something, and comes back and says, oh, it was worse than we thought. For $39 more, we'll make sure we get it all clean. And then it, that keeps going. The dude was making like $7 million a month off of the, some dude in Russia. So this group, similar, Russia. except what, yeah. they, <laughs> what they said, yeah, maybe they got some <laughs> retribution today. <laughs> what they said was that... Um, their pop-up would say, hey, we've noticed that you've been uh, visiting terrorist websites, uh, child pornography websites, and you know other things that mm -hmm. people would not want to be associated with, and pay this fine. Literally, they pre presented themselves as, as Interpol. <laughs> pay, this, pay this waiver, get a waiver or something. 3% mm -hmm. of the people did it. 
Wow, knowing what? that if that was legit, they wouldn't be emailing you or popping up. They'd be knocking at your door. Yeah, it's like there's no waiver for child pornography. <laughs> there's no waiver for you know suspected terrorists. Three percent. I wonder how many people. It was it was a huge. They were making bank. So it was a ton of people. Wow. Three percent of them thought so that they could they felt guilty. Yeah. About, that's the yeah, reality. That's the bad part. Like three percent was like, damn. And I I got caught. All right. Here, I need a waiver. Wow. And it, you know half of them were like probably watching regular porn, which is the the foundation almost of the internet, and just felt bad about it. <laughs> it's just crazy. Um, G plus, <laughs> I, I like this. This is a line. G plus experienced a little bit of an outage, mm -hmm. and so they called it temporarily the antisocial network. <laughs> I just thought that was cool. Um, and then there's a Germis, Ger a German privacy watchdog ordered Facebook. Mm -hmm. So this isn't a governmental ent entity. It's just a group of people who are you know fighting on behalf of privacy. Yeah. Ordered Facebook to allow the use of fake usernames. Immediately, <laughs> and Facebook took them to court, and court said nine. <laughs> Apparently, because their uh, uh, their head their European headquarters is not in Germany, they felt like they don't have jurisdiction to do that. And I'm like, why? Why would you I think it's a good thing that you can't have bogus names yeah, there. Yeah, I'm glad that Google changed away from it. Yeah, you know, because um, now you know, I I was looking at those uh, SEO rapper videos. And I got tons of hate comments and spam comments and all kind of other stuff under screen names. Yeah. You know, and so yeah. now now it says Charles Lewis. Yeah, you want to hate, if Charles Lewis wants to hate on somebody, it's he's Charles Lewis. Charles right? Lewis is hating on somebody. <laughs> yeah, it can't be, yeah, uh, um, um, tan cabinet. Hating on me. Cylon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hating on me. So, so I like it. I like what Facebook's doing. I like what Google's doing in regards to that. I think it's making a safer web, yeah. frankly, because now I can tell real people <laughs> from, yeah. from, you know, some somebody who's 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 and on their trip. I think that's a foundation of of why Facebook, you know, frankly, took over from MySpace, right? I mean, the interface was kind of uh, all over the place on on MySpace. Yeah. Um, and and Facebook had some kind of fundamentals. You could only share stuff with people you're connected with, mm -hmm. and you had to be who you are. Yeah. I, I think that's that's important. Two very. key, very key importance uh, components. All right, we have passed the potatoes. We are now going to pass the meat. Okay, so before we get into our content today, we'll talk about mobile SEO. I'm going to pose a question to our listeners. Same question that I actually posed on G Plus yesterday, um, and I tagged uh, Matt Cutts, Rand Fishkin, and Danny Sullivan in it just to see what the answer was. Right. So we have a client, and it's rare that this sort of situation comes up, but I'm gonna share it with them. We yeah, have we, a client. We don't, we don't get clients very often. <laughs> <laughs> we have a client who, who specializes in hardy plank siding, right? And so the problem is, the correct spelling is H-A-R-D-I-E, right, James Hardy, and so the site is optimized for the correct spelling, hardy plank siding, and they rank well. First page position for that. If you add the word Houston, they're a top three position, okay? But the problem is Google prefers the misspelling. Right. H-A-R-D-I plank siding, and we I've been optimized for that for a couple reasons. One, the client won't let us. <laughs> Two, because they're, and, and let's explain that. Because they're so uh, high performer for James Hardy, they do a lot of revenue, um, they're one of their preferred contractors, they can't have misspellings of the product on their site. 
But makes branding sense. for Hardy Plank branding purposes. Definitely. Makes sense. makes sense. And so here's our dilemma. The misspelled version gets 12K searches a month. The correct spelling only gets two. Yeah. That's a problem, Google. And so my question that I posed was, A, um, why with James Hardy being such a big brand is the misspelled version the preferred search query? Yeah. Second question was, what can I do as an SEO to, to, to suggest um, that you guys change the spelling? Right. So get back with me on that. Because, yeah, that's uh, what, you know, I think the, my, my kind of temporary result was, you know, bid on Hardy Plank misspelling in AdWords to right. take advantage of that traffic. Yeah. And we, that's working, but, you know, I'd rather rank naturally for organically for that. For the, for the term that searched most. So, yeah, this is clearly a, a, a Google issue. In fact, what should be happening is somebody should be typing Hardy without the E, Plank, and Google and it should be saying, and did Google you should mean? autocorrect. It actually should say, showing you results for Hardy, I.E. Yep, and like it, it does. When you search Hardy, I.E., it says, showing you results for Hardy, I. Right. And then oh, it, does, it actually does the reverse. Yeah, it actually does the reverse. By then the way, it I says, show, click here to see results for Hardy, I.E. Was it ever spelled Hardy with just the I? Maybe at some point in the past. I maybe maybe that's part of the challenge. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. I doubt it. I doubt Mr. James ever changed his name. name. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah. So anyway, that's that. Um, if you guys know something, hit us up podcast at e-webstyle dot com. Tell me what you what you think about it. Or frankly, my, I'm Charles Lewis. Find me on G Plus and um, comment on that post. It's my latest one, so um, it should be at the top. Um, today I'm going to talk about mobile. Pulled an article from a search engine land, 10 simple tips for effective mobile SEO. Um, pretty cool stuff in here. Uh, some things I kind of disagree with. Um, and, you know, we had this debate internally all the time about, you know, app versus mobile version and things like that. And so we'll get into a little bit of that today. But some of the tips were actually uh, pretty good. Um, so number one, he says... Um, um, uh, be a psychologist. You know, use short tail phrases. People search on a mobile on a yeah. mobile device differently. Yep. You know, people look for abbreviations. Frankly, uh, that's when the when the search suggests and the Google Instant stuff is uh, is plays a key during a mobile search. Yeah. Because unfortunately. Um, people are probably driving, <laughs> so <laughs> you know. So you want to? Uh, I've done that. Like, yeah. man, I need to find for this. some reason. I must know right now the origin <laughs> of the word Hardy Plank. Yeah. Now, right now. <laughs> and so, um, so, so use that um, and optimize for those short tail um, queries. Um, number two, um, think social first, mobile second. I like this concept because it's on a mobile device, whether it's a phone or a tablet, but either way, there, there, there's apps running in the background. And so they are already logged into Facebook. Twitter's already active um, and, and so on. LinkedIn, well, if they have that app, um, it's probably running as well. And so on your mobile development, think how easy it is going to be for people to be social with your content. So if you're pushing blog posts or you're pushing podcasts like we'll be doing pretty soon, then, you know, we'll make sure that the option to share this on Facebook is, uh, is extremely accessible. Yeah. Think social first, mobile second. Um, number three was um, know where mobile searches are going. I think this is really kind of goes back to, to what your plan is, what you want people to do once they find your site. 
if if you're if you're pushing a product, then your your eventually your eventual goal is to get them to a product page where they can make that purchase. And so understand that, and then design the site, design your layout in that format to get them there as soon as possible. Um, size matters. I like this one. Um, I likes this one. Name sound right. I like this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, size matters. Pressing a navigation link can be cumbersome. And so I, I, that's that's very important. You know, a lot of times I visit mobile sites and it's just hard to navigate because yeah. it's not a mobile version. It's their it's their version. Right. And if you're not on a, a GS3, right, you know, bigger screen, then it's even harder. Yeah. And so um, um, think about that when when developing your mobile version. Make it make sure that the navigation items are are big, that they're easy to get to, that you won't fat finger them. They're probably isolated away from other links, um, so so people can won't have any issues and a bad experience when when going through the site. Um, number five, develop to scale, don't scale to fit. I like this one um, because a lot of times people want to yes. retrofit, yeah. you know what I'm saying, their site and call it a mobile version when when that's not really what you should do. And we we've, we've wrestled with this, you know, yeah. where the, people just want to squeeze the entire site into a mobile app and we're like okay let's be realistic somebody's on a mobile app looking for your service what are they really looking for there's fundamental things that they're looking mm -hmm. for like customers looking for locations and then there's other things that might be useful like if you're in a fundraising uh, portion of your business phase of your business then you might want and potential investors to quick to be able to reasonably quickly find you know in investment details about your business yeah. and other than that, you don't need all the. Fl you need a lot less fluff, or you can bury the fluff. Yeah, if you're a brick and mortar business, then then having you know the contact page and locations, all of that is 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 key. Frankly, having the you know the click that automatically goes to Google Maps, having that address be a link, things like that. Those are key functions that in, that 90% of the people searching on a mobile device for your type of business are looking to do. Uh, click to call, for example, is a key function you must have and yeah. so so consider an address i mean i can't tell you that's you know <laughs> one of those times when you're doing what you shouldn't you be, be doing, doing which is like i need that address in a map exactly that was like, time to i can't click it because it, it has not been made clickable so now i've got to you know stretch out the, the so i can read here. it and then remember it and then go to nav and type oh it. i copy it oh hold it so down. i press it and then i'm like moving those little <laughs> pins back and forth and copy it and then go oh, to map and like paste this. it oh yo, yo. <laughs> good thing we've got braille on our streets <laughs> man yeah so, so develop the scale. Make sure that you you take into consideration. Really, that's a good time to really incorporate what your sales funnel is, what your process is. They see a blog post. Blog post features a product. That product goes to a product description. That description goes to a page where they can check out. Then that should be the the path of clicks that you set up on the site. And and of course, have it easy to share, easy to call, easy to click, and find your uh, location if they need to. Um. I like number six, link location matters. So in, in this example, he's talking about really the link to, let's say, um, um, view the desktop version, right? Some sites do a horrible job of making the link to visit the desktop version of the site accessible. It's usually small and off-hidden somewhere. And so you want to 
give people that option and make it pretty prominent. Yeah, because uh, I agree. You know, a lot of times I'm not driving. Yeah. A lot of times I'm just on my couch. I don't feel like going to my office. Right. So I'm on my tablet or I'm on my phone. And so I, I, I don't mind looking at the full version of your site at this right. point. You know, maybe I'm visiting somewhere or any, I'm sitting in a restaurant. And I have time is what I'm saying. And so, uh, and there's other information. I may not be interested in buying that product. Right. I may want to do something it, else. Read about yeah. it. And so try, try to check out the specs. Get into the details. Exactly. So make, make that link accessible and prominent. Uh, number seven was don't forget to click the call. Uh, yeah. th- make it easy for customers to call you directly from the mobile site. Um, Eight better be addressed. Yeah, that that's it's not, but oh. uh, it should have been. Yeah. Um, well, he knew we was gonna cover, cover it in step that four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like this one. Use rich content sparingly. So you know, um, well, and it's it's kind of so-so because I think these days, you know, we're four G. And, and all of this other stuff, faster phones, better phones, frankly. Uh, rich content isn't as big as a barrier as it could have been, yeah, let's say. Three years ago, yeah, four years yeah, ago. If you, well, unless you're on the BlackBerry. <laughs> then maybe. Then uh, just get off the BlackBerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And rich content won't be a problem. Because I think rich content helps sell. Videos, images, things like that. Those are, those are necessary to see. And frankly, I like looking at them. On my big screen phone, then it's easy to see them as well. So... So, you know, now optimize it. You don't want to have a mobile version with, you know, uh, uh, images that are four megs in size, <laughs> you know, fresh from your digital camera to your mobile site, and don't do that. Yeah. Of course, you know, make sure that they're optimized well, but, but I think rich media is okay on a mobile device. Um, okay, so number nine, apps versus mobile friendly. And so I think this is, um, I think it just depends on what your goal is. It depends on on what you're what you're trying to accomplish. If you're just trying to, if you're noticing from your analytics, you're getting a, a lot of mobile traffic, um, but you don't really push out anything or have events that people need to know about all the time or things like that. Then then maybe an app isn't the right direction to go. Maybe just a well optimized and well designed mobile version of your site would it's be good sufficient. Enough, yeah. Um, but if you're let's say you have products for sale and you have um, events that you push out every week or twice a week, and you have you know other things that really need to tie into a whole bunch of social stuff. Um, then maybe an app is the direction you should go. One of the reasons we're developing an e-web app it's is because um, so you can get the podcast easier, so you can get notified and have them, so you can share it on Facebook easier, so you can reply with us easier. We're trying to increase the amount of communication we have uh, with you guys. And so we're thinking social first. Yeah. I mean, that's the exactly. whole premise of our mobile app is, is to, be, to more social. be more social. Yeah. Interesting. Cool how you're doing things right. You don't realize it. Um. <laughs> I love that. I've always, I had this race from really young. You know you're stupid when you're smarter than you think you are. Yeah. Yeah. You know you're stupid when you're smarter than you think you are. Yeah, because if you're smarter than you think you are, then you're stupid. Is what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Just easy to understand in reverse. <laughs> so uh, number ten, and this is the last one. Uh, embrace search engine crawlers. I um, mean, I like this sentence here. Search engines understand that mobile-friendly versions of your web pages are just that, and not duplicate content. And so, you know, if you have a mobile-friendly version, it's okay to to have that dupe content. But I think what what he doesn't mention, and what you should do, is make sure that your mobile version is on a subdomain. Frankly, M. 
you yeah. know, dot eweb style or, or whatever your domain name is. And that way Google bot knows that, oh, this is a mobile site. Okay, so this content is cool. Um, it should be duplicated over there. Right. And that way the page names, you can pass your juice. You don't lose links and all of that. It all stays together. So, so yeah, make sure that... That's a good uh, question. What... Um, what what code behind the scenes do you need on your web page to let the Google bots know that it's a um, that it's a mobile version? You put it in the um, you put it in your robots file. Yeah. You put it in oh, your robots okay. file as a user agent mobile, and then it knows to index this content differently. As mobile. Mm -hmm. Cool. You see, you learn something new every day. Yeah. So that's it. Um, I'll post that link on Facebook and um, hit us up. Tell me what you think about it. All right. We got any uh, blanks there? Um, no, no blanks there really. I will make this comment um, in regards to to the to the sonic boom and the whole thing that happened oh, yeah. in Russia today. Um, I think that's uh, this kind of you know I don't know how to feel about it, right? Yeah. It's groundbreaking, like a, you know, it's a meteor that that people no actually saw. <laughs> heard, well, people saw and heard, but no one saw be and expected it. Exactly, yeah. and so I think that's kind of groundbreaking and huge and worth some scientific investigation <laughs> and things like that. Um, but my heart goes out to the people who were injured, yeah. right? They like 950-some people, you know, from shattered glass and things like that. And so, ouch, and, yeah, you know, prayers out to you guys. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you got injured because of a meteor. Like, who can say that? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently, uh, Javier was telling me earlier that there's some dude who got hit by a meteor tab, pellet, pellet or something, like, went through him. <laughs> He's, yeah. like, walking down the street, <laughs> What was that? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, they said it was going 30, well, 30 kilometers a second. This is yeah. about 40 miles a second. Second. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that's like, put a house in back. <laughs> Done. Yeah, you didn't know I left. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And apparently, why Russia? Because there was another big, I can't remember, it's Tunguski or Tunguska uh, event happened in uh, 1908. In the middle of a forest in Russia, and a meteor exploded and knocked all these knocked all these trees down. I don't know Russia somehow in in the path, um, but hopefully everyone over there is doing okay. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, you guys have been listening to the most popular SEO podcast on iTunes, also internet marketing podcast on iTunes. That is because of you. Um, you know what? I I'm going to add one more thing that you could do to sh help us. You are your SEO company in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. Um, okay, so here, that's perfect. Here's what you could do for us. A small little thing. If you write a blog or post or whatever, um, do a, put a link to eWebStyle and put SEO Company Houston as the anchor text and link that back to us. That would be a great little favor. Throw it in your blog. Um, you know, if you're giving tips about whatever it may be, throw it at the end. You know, this content organized because I listened to the SEO, SEO Company Houston yeah. podcast or something like that. And uh, and help us out with a, a link. That's a, another great way that you can um, give back. And yeah. we really love giving to you guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to the most popular podcast on iTunes. Uh, to all of you all out there. All y'all. All y'all. Uh, until the all next podcast. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. I'm Charles Lewis. Bye bye for now. Slightly raised up eyebrow, highbrow. Tamely, gamely, headed my way. Cool as mountain snow, girl, glow, girl. Pining, shining, needing some plan.
She's gonna set me free In my daydream she's my 